Hello guys, welcome back to Inside. My name is Nadia Bahad and I'll be here with you from start to finish. Let's go straight to the second topic whereby I promised you that I'll talk about my relationship with my dad and how he passed. My dad, from when I knew him, he was a very tall and big man. And my dad was Arab, mixed. He looked like Somali, but he was Yemeni. But he has Somali inside him, so yeah and he was a very strict man most of the time he looked pissed but he he was also a very very kind person he liked to laugh he liked to joke around he used to give people nicknames until today I, i have cousins that have nicknames my dad gave them and now they're they are men with kids which is embarrassing but yeah let's go back to to the topic and not get sidetracked my dad was a very strict man that he did not even want us to play with other kids in the neighborhood he just wanted us to stay inside because he believed that Arab women or Islamic women should stay inside and read Quran and not you know not engage in other in other things he did want us to play but only play when he was around so most of the time when he went to work I remember I used to to go down my flight the flight of stairs and play with other kids of the neighborhood I remember by the time we were we were living in an apartment there were only there was only one floor so but we were on the top floor so we had to get down and i i used to play with the kids there so most of the time i used to i don't know if i i crammed the time <coughs> sorry i still have a cough I don't know if I used to cram the time, but what's funny enough, I used to me- I used to know that this time there's certain minutes that my dad will be here, so I used to go back inside, maybe have a shower or just wash myself and go inside. Most of the time he did not caught me, but he did not catch me, but most of the time he did. And once he did, he used to give me punishment of why I went outside. And I did not, I did not, I, I did not want to, you know, I did, not, I did not give up. I used to go back down again and I went to play, I went to do other things. I remember I used to collect marbles on bottles like boys did and I remember he used to either give them away or flush them on the toilet, in the toilet. Allah, I really... I don't then I was really pissed with him but right now it's just memories that I love and you know I wonder I remember one day my my we used to we we used to have chickens and my chick died and after that chick died I remember we went to bury it with Nabila my young sister and I told Nabila, I'm going to fetch some flowers for the chick. So please, if dad comes, tell him that I'm at the coop and 
I'm feeling the chick or just say something, just tell him that I'm there. So I went and while I was heading back, my friends were a couple steps behind me and they saw my dad. And once they saw my dad, each of them went separate ways. And I was alone on the street and when I looked back because they were talking and suddenly it was silent and just had footsteps going I just had footsteps you know running away and I was like what what happened and I was really short I looked behind not finding them just looking at them finishing other streets and when I looked up front I saw my father shirtless with a belt on his hand looking at me oh my god guys I did not want to drop the flowers let me just tell you that I did not want to drop the flowers what I did was pass by him I ran as quick as I could I ran to a couple streets um, I think it was it was the third street there where I entered a stationery and hid inside the stationery. Then after I saw him passing, I ran back home. Did he pass or not? Oh, I just waited. I remember. I just waited. Then after a while, I ran back home thinking that maybe he passed by and I did not see him. But going back home, my friends, I saw my father on the couch, the belt beside him, waiting for me. I told him that I remember my young sister was born by then. She was two years old, Noru. And she loved me so much. My, I remember the punishment I was given was to kneel in front of him while holding a pillow above my head. And my hands straight and hold, holding the pillow above my head. And my young sister came and started knocking the pillow off. Started knocking the pillow off. And dad told, me, told her that if you do that again, I will beat her. And my young sister being a child, she did it again. And I was beaten. I was beaten to the extent I went inside the kitchen. I I spilled stuff. I went inside the room. He did not leave me alone. It was a very hurtful thing. And the worst thing is I trusted Nabila so much that he wouldn't have done that. But she did, but she did, but I I did understand it by the end because she was also afraid of him. Nabila was a very quiet person when she was growing up. She was, she even was afraid of me at certain point that she used to greet me. And, you know, that day I could, I, I won't forget it for many reasons. And... Yeah, but he was also a very kind person, very fun person to be with. He was a very, he, he liked jokes. He was like a comedic person. 
he used also to take me out I remember mostly me and him sometimes with Nabila but we used to go out and we used to go to eat maybe we us we loved chicken and chips guys we loved chicken and chips so he used to take us to different places we went and ate and when we came back he brought us stuff he was a very fun person to be with he was that kind of a person who liked going out and all that my mom was mostly that kind of person that if we, if she came back to work she just wanted to sleep she just wanted to rest and my dad was that kind of a person who wanted to play who wanted to have fun and all that but in his own way so the day that we found out that my dad was sick it was after my mom having an operation my mom had an operation um backbone it was a backbone operation the tailbone and after she was recovering i think my mom had an operation on the on august of 2008 or 2007 i don't remember and my dad got sick and had an operation on 2008 on April that's when it started she he they found out that he had a, he had a I, I don't know if it's a swelling <clears throat> I don't know if it's a swelling or it's a abnormal mass under the pancreas or the stomach i do not remember but one of those things and it was because of him smoking my father used to smoke a packet of cigarettes a day it was that bad he used to drink a lot of sodas a lot guys it was those times that when you had a soda and won you really won and you could you could win even 30 times if you try <clears throat> and he did not waste the chance he used to drink sodas a lot he used to smoke a lot and he taught me something that I don't like smokers at all I try to stop people from smoking because I saw what happened to him the strong person the strict person that we used to know was slowly dying in front of our eyes and we had nothing to do but sit there and watch because we could not yes we, they they used to take him to hospitals and all that they um we went to the national hospital on Moimbili in Dar es Salaam and they did they cut him open operated on him and took some of the mass that they could because some of it was attached to the pancreas or the stomach or the liver i don't remember what organ and it was that hard and my dad being the southern person he is he was not even recovering yet he did not even recover fully when he started peeling a whole sugar cane 
using using his teeth and that by doing that he opened up his wound he started bleeding and all that i remember his best friend joseph came uh, joseph's father i don't remember his name came and picked him up and he took him to the hospital but he was that kind of a clean freak that he loved cars so much not like cars to get dirty and all that i remember he he told um he told um i told my aunt that he should bring um should what is it should be, that she should bring a bed sheet and she should cover the backseat so that he could sleep and the blood wouldn't stay in the seats but the best friend did not care he just wanted the he just wanted my dad to go to the hospital but my dad was stubborn enough that he stayed he did not he did not even care of the blood coming out of him he just wanted the seat to be covered first before he gets in and after that they took him back to the hospital and stitched him up again later on my dad started losing weight he started vomiting a lot he started giving him he started the disease started giving him a very hard time he lost a lot of weight that man that i saw him fearless that man that i saw him that i was so scared of him that big and tall man he was still tall but he was not big anymore he was actually very thin and his face showed structure or went away he now looked sad he needed our help more than anything and all the time we went by him i remember those are the times that i was really close to him that i wanted to be close to him and i was when after, i just when i get out of school the first thing is stay with him i stay with him a lot then maybe go watch tv or what but most of the time i'm with him i remember he used to call me a lot that after he passed i felt like he still calling that's how much time i spent with him after a while my mom was still recovering let's not forget after an operation but she she still had to work very hard so that my dad could go and get treated so then family members and some companies came in and contributed then my dad and mom was sent to india the day my mother and my father were sent to india um i remember my mom told me that i should get i first i remember packing i remember packing for him and every every cloth that i tried to pack for him he told me that no don't don't put that in i won't be wearing that another cloth that i pack in he says no don't pack that in i won't be wearing that because mind you at that time he was thin and his stomach was growing out to be very big his legs were were increasing in size because they say that the, he has a lot of water every time that i used to press on his leg 
the skin would come up really slowly and I don't remember I remember what I don't remember clearly what it was but I was explained what what happened and his stomach was getting bigger because there was I think it was um, in, internal bleeding that was was happening and I don't think that we knew or if we knew maybe we knew that it was only water it was only water that's in it we did not think of it as internal bleeding and it was just a very sad moment that every favorite outfit that he loved and I used to pack he told me that no don't put that in I won't be wearing no don't put that in I won't be wearing I'm also very stubborn so I kept two of his favorite shirts and told him that maybe you'd wear it he told me that no he did not want to carry a lot of clothes he actually maybe carried only two clothes and I told him that what if you finish your operation and you might have a chance to go and visit India and all that because he really loved um, Shorakan, he really loved what is his other name why should, why should I forget him he, he loved Govinda he loved a lot of people and my idea by then being a very small kid I thought that he would love to meet them maybe he would meet him in certain ways or certain in a certain form but yeah the day on travel my mom told me that you should prepare yourself to go to school I cried not wanting to go and then my dad told my mom let her stay let her come with us she'll go tomorrow my young sisters they were really small and really wanted to go to school and they they actually wanted to go to the school bus or wait for the school bus when dad started complaining that they don't want to say goodbye to him and all that he's not a person who cared but he really wanted it then that's when i told nabila and Nuru come and say goodbye they said their goodbyes on the on the bedroom window and my dad you know said goodbye back and they went they went to school and i went to i went with him on the way i remember him calling my grandma my mother's mother my grandma on my mother's side that there is money under my pillow i forgot it he told him the my grandma told him that i'll keep it for you he said that no take it it's yours i told my dad ah, don't worry i'll keep it for you because i was the one who keeps the money i used to know where his money is at i used to know everything everything he used to tell me that if anything happens to me you tell your mother he is here and this is what all that so i told him that i'll take it and i will pick you put it somewhere he told me no don't touch it don't do anything just leave it there leave it with her 
I told her, okay, when you are about to reach, to reach the airport, and I remember I told him that I, I'd love some snacks, and I want a boat stuff. When he saw me eating something, he started wanting to eat it. He was a person that he cared a lot, so when we were eating some, it's called chowro, he started sharing with my cousins and all that. Then I was saying goodbye. It was time to say goodbye, it was time for him to leave. I went by him, say goodbye, and kissed his forehead. I told him that he would come back. I told him that I'll be waiting and all that. But guys, the part that still hurts me. When he was about to leave, to go to the departure area, just by the gates, he looked back at me. He started looking at me. My aunt, Aunt Lydia, started bawling, crying. I started crying. Because that was the last time I saw my father. By the departure. Airport in Tanzania. But later on, the other side of the story is that they reached well. He saw Anita Bastian on an advert at the airport. He was really happy to see it. He when he was on the way, he, he saw a lot of children begging for money under a, poor, a pouring day. It was pouring in India when kids were by windows asking for money. My dad told my mom to give them something and my mom said that I do not have I do not carry any other money other than dollars. That's when my dad asked the driver if he could give him some money and the driver said if you give them some money they'll come some more and all that. He was really pissed because he's that kind of a person who would like to help. And when he reached somewhere, he saw Chris and such stuff, and he remembered us. He said that, ah, if Nadia was here, if Nuru was here, my God, they could have destroyed that place. We could have, we could have come back to Pankhurst. My mom says that when he was lying by the bed after he got admitted, he used to make jokes. They was used to laugh, but my mom says I used to. I also had a very hard time because the bed that they had on India, it was the bed that when you want to lift it, you have to screw it up or screw it down. And remind you, she just had an operation soon, but she did that. And he says that it was the same day. For us, it was the next day that my mom says that she, they were waiting for a doctor where when my dad was by a wall and she was waiting on the waiting area looking at my dad when my dad dropped his arm
saw that. She started calling for doctors. They first ignored, but after seeing my dad on that situation, they ran and started screaming ICU, ICU, took him to ICU, started piercing needles on his stomach so that he had a blood overflow inside him. They started giving him CPR and all that, but it did not help because he had already passed. My mom had a very difficult time not knowing the place. It was only half a day in India. So they started they started they started doing giving doing possibilities, doing things so that he could she could come back to Tanzania as soon as possible. But she wanted to first bury him. Because it could have been hard for the man, to, for them to bring him here, because his stomach was really big by then. And when they came to Tanzania, they had to operate or anything, and it could have been torturous for him. So they decided to bury him in India. Till today, my mother does not know where they buried him, because when they were burying him, my mom was on the flight back to Tanzania. So that's a little story about my father and our relationship. So guys, if you want to hear next day, if you want to hear about my mom's story, please, please look forward to the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and see you next time. Bye.